Street Champs, come get put on. Today I'm in here with the youngest, hottest duo tearing across the nation right now. PJ Moon and Alex Blocker. You guys are on the PJ, what's the, what's the tour called one more time? Moon Blocker Tour. Moon Blocker Tour. Hell yeah. Also, producer and a good friend, Alex Blocker right here. It's good to be here, man. It's Hell been yeah. too long. It has been a long time. It's a very uplifting intro. <laughs> you know, fucking praise God. You know, shout out Allah. Um, but, um, so how are you guys doing today? Before we get into everything, you know, we went to college together. We'll get into all yep, that. Yeah. But, um, how are you guys doing today? I just fucking caught you guys, like, right in between. We're driving. Like, yeah. We were just heading yeah. down 25, and, uh, and this all came together spur of the moment. Yeah, we're in the middle of transit right now. Mm-hmm. Going to the next tour stop? First, well, I guess second Technically one. the second one. We kicked it off in Denver over in this spot called uh, Larimer Square, kind of like a little downtown vibe. And so, yeah, this will be the second one. We're driving down to, what's the town, Brisbee? Bisbee. Bisbee. Pretty much Mexico, Arizona. Damn, that's fire. There's going to be all kinds of Mexicans there, Mexican children <laughs> getting down. <laughs> And some good old Southwest rednecks, I assume. Hell yeah. I don't know. Don't know what to expect. Never been that far south. Well, I bet they're. I bet they'll be like commingling, you know, as we could hope. Yeah. We're gonna whoever it is. We're gonna slap them in the face with some R and B and hip hop and yeah. whatever the hell I play too. <laughs> hell yeah. And then we're gonna take it to South Cali, hit a few spots in that little beachy area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh so uh, how long have you guys known each other? Ooh, shit, I don't know, maybe like... 2017, maybe? Yep, something like that. Um, we met down there in Durango. Um, Shout out Durango. Yep. Um, music scene, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I caught one of your shows or something. We ended up jamming. But yeah, it's definitely been a little while in the making. Like, I'm glad we could make this happen, you know. Cause we've, we, done a, we've done a lot of sitting in with each other. Yeah, we've played a lot, but this is definitely the most planned out, extensive thing we've ever put together so yeah it's so it's just you two on the tour is there any is there any other people on the larimer square we had uh jake has on bass and cleo brown on drums mm-hmm. and then we're hitting the road we're doing duo moving light and fast that's sick and uh i think a couple of the stops though we'll probably bring some people in you know if we know somebody in the town or everybody in like la that. that i've uh i've toured with on guitar i've had him sit in last two times something like there. that you know and then whenever we're in the south part of Colorado, it's always yeah. love down there. Durango, yeah, no, so Durango, I'm sure. Durango, we got to have. But we're definitely like the meat of it, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, you know, I know, I know what kind of music you play, but I'll let you guys describe it. What kind of music do you play? I never. This is our first time meeting. Well, obviously, that's the first question you get, so you got to come up with an answer, right? I try to stay versatile and, and you know, genre bend a little bit, but funk, soul, rock and roll is what we say. You know, gives a pretty good idea of what you're going to get when... Uh, that's sick. Yeah. You guys... Uh, and it rhymes. Rolls off tongue, guys. <laughs> rock... Wait, what, what funk, was... It? Funk, soul, rock funk, and roll. Funk, soul, rock and roll. Yeah. It's not funk. It's not soul. It's kind of rock and roll, but it's funk, soul, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long have you been playing music? You know, elementary school kid learning back in black and all the classic dad rock guitar songs, but I think my first working band where we actually toured, I was about 20. I'm about 10 years now. How old are you? 31. 31? Yeah. For sure. How old are you, Alex? I'm 29. 29. Yeah. About to be When's your birthday? Uh, March 24th. Yeah. So you got some time. Yeah. Yeah. Got to make this year count. 
<laughs> Gotta go into my 30s with a bang. No, dude, we're gonna start a band called the Dirty 30s. There's gonna be all dudes in their 30s, and we like don't drink that much at the shows, and it's over by 8.30. Oh, man, I'm gonna like save that for when I have kids. <laughs> um, Alright, so like, I wanna get into like uh, how I met you. You yeah. know, I fucking... I used to be over at your house, just like bumming around, doing nothing. Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Timestamp. Timestamp. Beat. We're fucking. He's like, don't. Can we not talk about mushroom use? I mean, in the past. Everything's in the past. Oh, allegedly, everything in the past is in the past. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's, I was like, is there nothing you want to talk about? Just <laughs> I'm cool with everything. I mean, I didn't. Th- I, yeah. Okay. Well. We'll just beep that. <laughs> we'll keep it rocking. Damn. You good. I mean... We party responsibly. We're adults. We, <laughs> I said shiitake like, mushrooms. Like, you know, yeah. We like to have a good time. And uh, you're not going to catch either of us, like, hammered or fucked up in any way, just, like, making fools of ourselves. But no, We're fucking adults now, you know what I mean? But whatever the case. Sure. We can have a good time, though, you know? Mm-hmm. During can. that time, yeah. though. It was such a real time, because... I feel like we were like learning about the type of shit we wanted to do. We were watching music videos, you know, we were like drawing shit, you know, we we're like putting together little art pieces and shit. So I feel like we were doing like everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, fucking. That was kind of, that was kind of an iconic little house, bro. That's a like core memory. <laughs> you know, what was that? What street was that, 7th? Um, was know. that when we were right across the street from, uh, from my what? house? Like I used to, I moved in there like, I'm trying to think. I think it might have been 8th. 8th? The one yeah. with the back house. With the 8th. Uh, yeah, with the tab right across the street. Yeah. Yeah. That was on like 8th and like college. I lived that for a bit too. Mm-hmm. I'm messing it up. But right near the co-op, right near all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah, you, where man. you can hear the drama from 8th Ave tab from your bedroom window. Because <laughs> it's summer and your window's open and someone's doing something there. That was kind of fun though. Oh, Yeah. And it's like, that'll never happen again. Them same people will never be in that same place. Mm. Like, that was like a once in a lifetime type of moment. You still talking to everyone in the house? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just saw Emily the other day. She's on her tour stuff right now. Um, Leah. I'm, I still kick it with all of them. Yeah. Shout out Liver Down the River. Yeah. Is that is she, is she with them still? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she, you know, they all do a bunch of work solo and stuff. You know, mm. they all they all get it. I'll get to it. They just recorded an album too. They did. Yeah. What's it called? You don't know. I don't think it's done yet. I don't think it's out yet. Oh. But they just recorded. Yeah. I don't know if it's released, but they've been in the studio. Yeah. Hell yeah. Their their bassist now just played with us this past weekend in Denver. Mm -hmm. Jay Caslick. Shout out Jay Caslick. Hey, you're really good at bass, man. (laughs) It's always a pleasure. Can't wait till next time. He plays with my group as well. He's got, you know, he's That's double dipping, triple dipping. He's in three bands? Yeah, and he probably plays with other people, too, most, I imagine. Most, most of the best players are busy motherfuckers. Damn. You know? Yeah. You think the guys from, like, like, like the iconic-ass bands were, like... Until you make enough money to where you can take the people that are good enough, that everybody wants them, and then you can pay them enough to tell everybody else to fuck off. Mm. Yeah. That's fair. That's what yeah. we're all striving for. It's th- I, my my band formula is to surround myself with players that are all better than me to make myself look better than I am. <laughs> but then I can't, you know, I don't have the money to back it up to to keep them around. So, so we just got to get better ourselves, I guess. I've been impressed with everyone I've been able to play with, though. It's great. 
Mm-hmm. But nah, man, we came a long way since when we were first chilling at them houses back in the day. Hey, I got a question. What would you tell that Derek right now if you could go back Terminator style? That's a good question. I'd probably be like, um, shit. I'd probably be like, post more YouTube videos. Mm. Like, just get into YouTube way earlier. Yeah. Just like do something just, with YouTube. Just get started on it. Yeah, like learn how to edit videos faster or something. No. Um, probably, probably don't drink as much, but like oh, be nicer to people. I felt like, well, maybe like, you know how it is living with people, bro. Every single fucking situation I had with living with someone is like, yo, fuck you now. Hey, Derek. What up? Is this one hot? I feel like I was getting some ambient noise, you know? Yeah. My bad. That's right. You said you Let's see now. Oh, man. Is it good That's, now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Technically. Hey, he's in the mix he now. Okay. He's <laughs> hey, he in the right. metaverse with us now. I didn't say anything. Okay, now. wait. Yeah, okay. Test. 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 This was Test. A, this was a fast setup. Oh, you did great. Yeah, this was this a look, fucking... This all looks great. That's dope. I'm okay, so, so reset point. I guess I don't want to talk about drugs. <laughs> Kid-friendly shit. Not kid-friendly shit. You got a lot of young fans? I got a lot of young fans. How do you, how do you like, calculate that? Like, what? What um, what, make, what gives you that impression that you were just got, like, the, you're speaking to the youth? Uh, this man's a teacher. Who, well, I, I'm Facts. a teacher. Facts. And so, they research, you know? They're savvy with the internet. Yeah. I don't, I don't, like, tell them I'm a musician. I just keep all that separate, but they all find it. Yeah. They all bump it. I know that they're aware of the stuff that comes out. Or in past towns and stuff I lived in, families were, like, supportive of the music mm-hmm. that I've made and stuff. Um, or, like, I'm working on my next line of T-shirts, you know, that type of stuff. Like, I'm coming out with more merch. But that first merch I came out with, my very first T-shirt, like, a lot of people's families bought that type of stuff. You know, a lot of people... Bought that for their kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, for example, the show we did uh, on Sunday. Um, the only people I knew there, personally, I didn't invite anyone. The only people who I personally knew that came who weren't just people who lived downtown was a mom <laughs> and her daughter, <laughs> who I know. So, like, young people show up, they show out, like, or their families, families mess with it. And so I, I, I definitely try to. Make something that bumps, but like if you came to the concert, you wouldn't feel like, man, should my kid be at this? Should they see this? Or like last time I played in the Southwest, like the young folks were the ones jumping, jumping to that shit because mm-hmm. they listen to rap. I mean, you know, their parents aren't as connected to the hip hop scene. I feel like hip hop is so pop culture these days that young people in general are pretty tapped in to the hip hop scene. So. I like to make something like, not that I wouldn't express myself to the fullest, but I don't know. I try to keep it like, but if you don't come, have to do. But if we come through your town, we will party. We will party. <laughs> but it's like, but I don't want them to feel like you have to party to feel this vibe or to like to, to like this music or to get something from this music. You don't have to alter your consciousness for this music mm-hmm. to hit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, to, like, yeah. Um, 
Do you feel like, is that kind of like in your forefront when you're making music though? You're like, dang, this kind of has Mm-mm. to be appropriate for kids. You're kind of Mm-mm. just. Nah, when I'm making it, I just make it. Just make it. And a lot of times. Well, making it and releasing it is two different things yeah. too. I got a, a fat list of songs that are probably going to make it to any ears. No. Besides a couple people. But I still follow through right now. What would make it, what would, uh, what would cause you to cut a song? Like, because I mean, for just like people, you're not making music for kids per se. No, it's not even for kids. It's like if someone can really kind of pick up some political implication, like I'm really against one thing or the other, because I like to hear things out. And I like, I think when you, with something like art, you can either use it to make a stance or it distracts you from the art. If it's not your whole thing, if I'm not a fucking protest band. So I don't really want to grab up too many causes unless it's something that I like. I'm like, okay, if anyone can hear me and I can make any kind of positive difference, maybe now's the time. But if it's trivial shit that just kind of like a couple people get fucking heated over no reason, you know, I, yeah. I mean, I feel like you never know who's hearing the music, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, feel, like, I feel like, like if you feel like, you know, like you might not be a protest band, but you can still I mean, I also, use, the, yeah. you know, use the music to... Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I do. I do believe that there's like there's a limit to where you're like, all right, I gotta say something. But for little shit, it's like I'll cut songs or lines of songs just because I don't want to fucking hear about it later in a conversation. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> you seem like pretty like like chill. Like I couldn't imagine you having like a crazy political take though. You seem like I had all right. I had a live. yeah. I had a song. Well, yeah. I won't even go there. No. <laughs> You're not gonna do it for street champs. No, you know it's like, it's like it's uh, for example, I write a lot about like so many people writing a love song. Oh snap! I think I know what you're talking about now. Well, writing writing about relationships and like and your emotional state and there's resentment and like how you feel isn't like what you're saying is fair in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just how you feel. But like when I say how I feel, that could sound like kind of like demeaning to whoever I was with or just females in general because that was my experience in a relationship. They were like, so I I try not to. It still comes out Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, I feel like some of the best songs are about like heartbreak and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah, you got to sing what you live. Um, what about you, Alex? Does that come up with you often? Like singing about past past females, past women? Not females. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I mean, I try to just write about whatever's going on. Mm. You know? So, yeah, anything that... It's unavoidable. Yeah, short answer, yeah. Definitely. Are you guys single right now? Definitely. What about you? I've been hanging out with somebody, and, uh, and yeah, we kind of had the boyfriend-girlfriend talk pretty recently. Oh wow! Yeah. Whoa! Damn. Okay. Talk. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a weird, dude, what a weird know. world to navigate these days. Oh, we're texting, we're talking, we're like, we're hanging out. What comes first? I saw this great meme that was like, relationships in 2020. It was like first base, having sex. Second base, hanging out when it's light outside. Yeah. Third base, talking about past traumas. Home run, dating. So that's like the last stop. That's kind of yeah. how it is, though. It's true. Is that how it kind of worked out for you? Ah, a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, honestly, yeah, I think, I think most... I, I don't know if I've had a relationship in my adult life that hasn't at least had sex before a relationship. I mean, de- I don't know if I've ever had one in my entire life, but I don't know if sex was like first night, always. Usually there's a little bit of cat and mouse, or sex first cat night. Cat and mouse, that's a, that's a good way to describe it. You're 31. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, he's awake. We here, baby. We here. <laughs> cat and mouse. Um, Alex, you're single. You playing cat and mouse with anyone? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just think of every like baby boomer like saying like I can come up. I sneak mean, him in. Don't, don't feel pressured to. I think it'll be all right. <laughs> I'm 25. I'm just a bullshit. And I'm already there almost. Yeah. You, I mean, nah, don't, I saw a don't rush it. Don't rush it. Fucking kidding, dude. I heard this thing. I was watching, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast and they were talking about how like when you say your age more, like your body, like, uh, like, you know, what the the tongue is powerful. So like when you say your age, you hear it and your body kind of like configures to that age. But like when you don't say your age as often, your body is like, like, you Residual know, the body's self image, yeah. whatever you think you are. It's like the body's powerful. You like, you yeah. know, like thoughts are energy. Energy yeah. affects matter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was like, yeah, that's a good point. I'm not gonna say my age as much. Yeah, me neither. But I just said it today. You fucking asked, man, <laughs> dick. It's yeah. like well, you have to ask. Somebody out there's like, dude, he's like 27. He's like a good 27. But at the same time, you know, a lot of people take pride in older age. Like, it's like we still here. We're alive. It's like, like 31 years to get here. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. Um, speaking of getting here, uh, where are you guys from? Like, what city? Grew up. Yeah, like born, grew up. I grew up in Virginia, a town called Lynchburg, Virginia. Were you born in, in Lynchburg, Virginia? I was born in Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. How, what, what age did you leave? Like three or four, something young. What, why? I don't know. My mom was in the Navy. Oh, really? Yeah, I moved around a bit. I was born in a Navy hospital while she was on active duty in Desert Storm. Oh, wow. So you were born in, in I don't know where Desert Storm is. Like well, Iran the, or something? Yeah, when Iraq invaded Kuwait. And it was Operation Desert Storm. It wasn't an actual war, but the U.S. came up, went over there, and it lasted like two fucking days or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna brush up before I start throwing out numbers, but yeah. I know it was yeah. Iraq yeah. and Kuwait. Okay, yeah. and, that's more uh, than I knew. If I was born in those two days that that was happening, maybe. I don't know. Wow. She was a nurse stateside. So. Oh, okay. I thought she was like on the no. boat or something. No. no, Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, that's not the name of a boat. Could be the SS the, Charleston, yeah, South the Carolina, Indiana, Indianapolis, or whatever. It's, it could be, but oh. just to be clear, I honestly didn't even think of that. That's a good point, though. <laughs> I'm going to use that as an excuse. Yeah, um, I knew that's what you were thinking, even if you did. What, what about what your dad? What was your dad doing? He was an industrial designer for a while, and then he started designing furniture. Stuck with that. Are they together still? No. When they get when they break up. High school. I think I was young. High school. What about you, Alex? Fucking? Yeah, he taking it there. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Fucking. I, mean, wanna, I mean, where are we starting at? That, that was fucking, a whole. <laughs> yeah, like this guy's a good talker. Yeah. Um, fucking. I don't know. Like, uh, where were you born? Uh, I'm from Chicago. Chicago. Yep. South side of Chicago. Um, it's where Kanye's from, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know what the Midwest is, young and restless. Um, yeah. I uh, I went to high school there. I grew up there. I lived in different parts of the South Side my whole life. I guess technically, the hospital I was born at was on the North Side. But um, yeah, no, I just oh, uh, you're fake claiming. I'm not fake. A nah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fake. Nah, I'm still a Sox fan. I guess. <laughs> but you grew up on the South Side. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then I moved out here. Uh, what just age? because uh, 18. No, just because I grew up playing the violin, and then I decided that's what I was gonna try to do somehow or another and uh 
my like mentor at the time was pretty like he he felt like Colorado was a good state for pursuing violin things. Really? Why? Um, he knew a professor at the fort. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. He was tricking him into playing bluegrass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't even think. I've seen him on the stage playing bluegrass. Yeah, quite it, a bit. It, it, it yeah, has happened. We can't avoid the shit, man. No, all it, of our it, best it, it friends all play bluegrass, and I'm like, it, God damn it! I'm at it did him. It didn't. Show. It did pollute, but <laughs> it did. It did get inside of my uh, fiddling DNA. But whatever the case, to speed it up, my violin teacher in Chicago knew the teacher out where we used to live, and he was like, "Yeah, you should go to that school." Because if there's any musicians watching this, the reason being, if you go to a big school, you're probably not going to know your teacher. Mm-hmm. There's going to be like 500 other violin students. If you go to a smaller school, that professor is still going to be talented, but you're going to know that person. And you can kind of get somewhere with like the relationship and them kind of putting you on to stuff. So mm-hmm. I went out there for that. Makes sense. Funny story, though. When I got there, she had just moved. That teacher? Uh-huh. Uh. She had uh, gotten, like, married or something, or I think she had, like, something. She's, like, she moved. <laughs> so I didn't meet her till like, years later. But, yeah. And they probably fucked on the first night. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But <laughs> Shout out to those people. A good callback. Statistically speaking, <laughs> I would guess. Um, no comment. <laughs> so uh, what year did you graduate, Fort Lewis? Um, the winter of 2016. 2016. Yeah. Damn, yeah, fucking... Shout out El Centro. Shout out Sharina. Yo, where is Sharina right now? I have no idea. I'm but, still cool with Kate. Kate was in my, one of my videos. Really? She was in the oh, I saw that. I saw, that. I saw that. Yeah. She's and, looking all good. She's looking all... Mm, Yo, okay. Beautiful. I got to tell this part. I'm sure she'll think this is funny, but you know, I was teaching like eighth grade. And like I say, the kids find my music. And of course we know. She's a Latin woman. But one of my kids, beautiful, strong Latina woman, you know it. One of my uh, one of my students, African American student. When they found the music, he's an orchestra. I'm like, everyone play their A string. He's like, who was that Snow Bunny in that in that music video you had? <laughs> Shadi was looking. Good. I was like, hey, 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 hey. Snow Bunny really he said Snow Bunny. Uh, yeah, he said that. I was like, I didn't know people still said that. Damn. But yeah, <laughs> shout out to him though. He's funny. But this guy was hanging out with this guy. <laughs> like I was hanging out with this guy <laughs> nah. Just on the prowl for snow bunnies Snow bunnies No, nah, but see No, real life I tried to turn it into a thing I was like I was like, no, she's very cool And that's why you should go to college Because you'll meet tons of awesome people And like, you know And like, they'll work on your projects And the, you can work on their <laughs> We always keep it racking <laughs> Yeah, for sure um, But nah, where's Sharina at? Where's Sharina? Sharina, if, you, if you're watching Sharina's this Sharina's my girl Drop a comment And come on the pod We need you We need you we might not be sitting here right now without Sharina. We we probably wouldn't be. We would not be sitting here right yeah. now without Sharina. Sharina was our boss. Huh. I fucking applied on that shit on the internet, bro. And she was like, "I like you because you applied on the internet." I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yo, shout out Sharina forever. No, I learned a lot there. Like, I really did become more professional. That's true. <laughs> like, when it was all said and done, I learned. Yeah, I got fired. You said I got fired. I fucking fired. I never knew that. I fucking when Kate left, there was like two girls that were like had had the same position Kate had, but they were splitting it. And I would always be like, "Damn, Kate was way better." 
I would always you would just say that. I would always just joke with them. I'd be like, damn, Kate used to do it so much better. <laughs> but wait, you got fired over that? Yeah, because they used to hmm. get all sad, and I just I would keep doing it. It was pretty funny. You get fired? You, <laughs> you could fire somebody just for like? Yeah, she was like them not liking how you. Okay, it was. It was how you roast them? Yeah, no. lightly roasted, golden brown. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, like, it was fucking. In my defense, I thought it was hilarious at the time. You know, I I don't think I would probably appreciate it. Probably no. As if, if I was to be a boss, but I so, mean, you so gotta you have see some that, would you fire skin, somebody? Fire back a little bit. Would you bit. fire somebody? Yeah. Yeah, true. I would fire back. Yeah. Yeah. I, would I fire someone? I mean, I don't feel like that was disrespectful <clears throat> enough to fire somebody. Yeah, I feel like you could come back with like a, with like a appeal, if you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> like, or just let it go. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I got fired from. I got fired and. <laughs> well, I I fucking. Yeah, we learned something. Exactly, <laughs> we all learned something. Um, after college, you know, graduated in uh, twenty eighteen. You said 2016. Yeah. You were sticking around though in Durango because I was yes, fucking sir. still chilling with you. Yes, like sir. far after you graduated. Yes, sir. Uh, what were you doing? I was teaching music in many different ways and formats and doing shows and stuff. But um, that's why I ended up moving because I, I needed a bigger space to do shows at and just you know more hip-hop r&b type fans to reach but i enjoyed my time there after college i was working at a school um i was teaching music i was teaching orchestra classes i was excuse me i was teaching private lessons i was i was doing all type of stuff but i was proud to say that um i haven't worked in anything but music since i graduated and like, my fucking guy, no, uses his degree. Yeah, it, I mean, it's hard to, you know. I'm a psychology major. It's hard to. What do you do now? It's hard to know what to do with an arts degree, you know, sometimes, <laughs> but I use my shit. Like, I get to it. So, so what was your exact major? Um, music education, K through 12. But I started off as a violin performance major. And if I, if I had gone to, like, a bigger school, I probably would have had both degrees because I was doing both type of thing. But you kind of just had to, like, pick a degree mm-hmm. type stuff. So, yeah, I definitely went into education so I could, like, have a bigger pool of things that I was allowed to be a part of, you know. Yeah. That's like a license, you know. That's like a I'm allowed to. Shape the minds of the youth. Yeah. or <laughs> Yeah. Or, like... We'd all be a lot better if we had a little Mr. Blocker in our lives when we were in elementary a, school. A little blocker in us? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> boop, boop. Yeah. yeah. You, need ti- you need a timestamp killer. Nah, fucking. You, you, know, ti- you need a timestamp killer. You know, these are just, uh, these, these are all This whole jokes. thing is scripted. Yeah, honestly. Um, <laughs> no, these are all jokes. Except for except for the comedy stylings of <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, getting back into it. All right, let's go. Um, growing up, you know, where were your parents? Um, I mean, they're still alive and well. Are they together? Uh oh oh goodness no heavens no heavens no, but um and they they weren't together for most of my young life. I think when I was super young, maybe. But no, they got divorced. <laughs> um, but you know, knowing who they are now as adults, I think that was probably good. <laughs> mm. That was probably good for everyone. You but, got um, brothers and sisters? 
I know you got a brother, but for the people. Yes. He's like, bro, um, you forget? <laughs> yeah, no. They they met. Um But yeah. I definitely grew up with my mom, grandma, big grandma presence, both grandmas, um, grandfather on my dad's side, really big influence. Yeah. But yeah. Really? Yeah, they're alive. Yeah. He taught you, he taught you like, like more than your dad, you think? Uh, I wouldn't say that, but I would say he definitely had like a. Like, he ran an insurance company for, like, 30 years. He was probably... He... he, So, yeah, I'm going to talk them up. My grandfather and his... One of his friends were, like, the first two black men to work for Allstate Insurance. Because they were selling insurance and stuff. And then they both started their own insurance companies. And his lasted for, like, 30 years, you know? Like, he passed away with it. But my dad wasn't trying to, like, run an insurance company. That just wasn't where his life was at that moment. But, yeah. Um, and now they got that fucking Denzel Washington-looking guy or whatever his name is. He's, like, right. Allstate. Right. Nah, but my granddad was the original. But um, I wouldn't say he taught me more to bring it back. But I'm saying, like, you know, okay, I watched him run a company for, like, decades. So that definitely taught me certain things. Mm-hmm. Seeing things that he did well with it, seeing mistakes that they talked about he made, you know, things like that. My dad, his education was a little more, I don't know, it was a little more raw. It was a little more, like, I don't know, like uh, street smarts. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's what made me a little more into a street champ. And then what my granddad taught me probably helped me a little more capitalize on my street champ abilities. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> You know, like, growing up on the south side of Chicago, did you ever, like, you know, it's obviously a gang presence and shit. Did you mm-hmm. ever, like, get mixed up with any of that shit, or? I wouldn't say mixed up in it. Like, it was never uh, a bad issue for me. But, I mean, it was definitely around, like, you know, right yeah. around the neighborhood. Like, had I gone to my neighborhood school, I probably would have had to make a more of, like, a calculated decision about how I was going to handle that. But I went to school in a different neighborhood. I went to a really big school. I went to, like, Lincoln Park High School for any Chicago folk. Really big. And there were still people in gangs there, but it was just a big enough school with a bunch of, with enough different types of people coming from random places where you could kind of just choose your own adventure in that. Whereas if I went to the school right next to my house, I definitely, I mean, it, it, it might have been almost intelligent for me to, like, wrap myself up in some of that. But that's never, like, who I was. You know, that's never, like, really, like, like I know what I'm built for. Like I like that was never You weren't a GD. Um me no. What gangs were uh, near? There were definitely GDs. Um but it it would be more like sets, like more like a certain few blocks would be its own group even though it might be like a break off of a gang. Mm-hmm. Um you know, there were like it was Vice Lords. It was like Four Corner Hustlers. There were Moe's. There were definitely Satan Disciples. There was Latin Kings. But, and I mean, like like you say, being in a city like that or like going to like, I went to public schools, all public schools and stuff. Like, you know people who are involved in some of that stuff. But I definitely think 
you still make a decision about who you spend time with and how much time and where and when and why and all that type of stuff, you know. Mm. So it was like it was present, but it wasn't like they ever tried to jump you in. They're like, Alex, yo, Mm-mm. nah, they weren't like Mm-mm. you. Didn't, they didn't. They didn't ask you. Mm-mm. Damn. Because the thing was like my like like. I was pretty well taken care of from the sense that, like, it was like, okay, after school, like, I had a schedule, you know. At what age did you pick up the violin? Uh, when I was, like, six. Oh, so you were playing the violin through fucking middle school and high school and shit? Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. Or, like, um, I'm trying to think, like, I was never, like, just hanging out for yeah. hours, you know. I knew the kids on the block. I would play with them, you know, but it wasn't, but like, they, blockers are affiliated because he don't got time. They may, <laughs> they just, I don't know. Like, it's something I reflect on now, like why or how, I don't know, but I just like looking back on it, they just made sure I was like somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. or it was like, oh, I have to work tonight. You are old enough to be home, but maybe you'll go to your grandmother's house, you know, type shit, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Damn. I don't have any children. I can't explain how it occurred. Yeah. What age did you get to be home alone? Mm, probably like 12 or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like... But the thing is, I have family right in the vicinity. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't like... Like, I don't know. If I were to go out of the house at like midnight, somebody on the block may or may not... Like, I don't know if I would get away with it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. At that age. But... Maybe like eleven or twelve. I mean, what are you doing out at midnight at twelve? You're you're not doing anything. Nothing. Yeah. But his dad always used to say, "The only people out after midnight are cops and robbers." Which one are you? <laughs> Damn. Like probably a robber. I don't know. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I ain't a cop. <laughs> Lynchburg education. System. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I you know, I don't think you answered it out loud. Do you have brothers and sisters? Um. So. Yes, you met my brother. But biologically, he has his own parents. But we grew up in the same house together with, like, um, or in the same, like, you know, building, you know, with our moms, grandma. And so it couldn't be any closer to being my brother, you know, is the exact answer to that. But, yeah. So, no. But other than him. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking I'm just giving you the real answer here. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I just learned because, something. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, his, you know, because he's an artist too. You know, he creates music too. Uno Swain. He That's your twin. That's your twizzy. Yeah. He made the French 75 beat. That's fire. Yeah. He he does all type of shit. Like he's working on his shit. But um I just say that because like honestly, whenever I talk to people, I'm just like that's my brother. That's my brother. I give no backstory. We know each other pretty well, so I'm giving the backstory just because he is an artist. He is his own person with his own backstory, so I wouldn't want to like write his parents out of a story, just trying to gloss over it, but that is yeah. my brother. Oh, yeah, we'll get that him on here one day. <laughs> That's my tweezy. Hell, yeah. I might take you up on that beer now. We're settling right in. Right there, brother. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Yep. Hey, fucking, uh... Here, pass me one, yeah. I mean, it's a, sp- it's a sponsorship, you know. It is. Shout out, uh... 
Big Bear Wine and Liquors, you know. You a sour guy? I'm a sour guy. Putting Street Champs on that Sweet. online delivery, and you'll get no delivery fee. You'll get it for the, what it costs at the store. Bow. <laughs> you'll get it for what it costs at the store. But if, just, but but if you're delivery. not an asshole, you're going to tip him, too. Yeah, but it's better than getting a DUI, you know? Hell yeah, it just is. Just fucking get a bottle delivered. Those things are expensive and dangerous. Yeah, I have 12 of them. No, I had a guy on here that had 10 DUIs. Oof. He's a Pueblo legend, Sancho man. It's 10 DUIs. That's crazy. Yeah, his mom brought him. I didn't even know you could let... <laughs> I'm like, that's... I mean, hey. Yeah. I'm glad he alive and well. I would get a well. moped. He alive and well. I think they can, you can get a DUI on like anything, bro. Yeah, but when yeah. you lose your license, you can drive a moped. Oh, really? Yeah, because if it's under 50 cc's, you don't have to have a uh, license plate for license. Someone tell Sancho Man that. Fuck yeah, I'd get, get one anyways. Mopeds are dope. I just live in the mountains and everything's 45 minutes away, so... Yeah. I could drive to, like, our one grocery store. And have to charge it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's... Dude, I had one when I lived in South Carolina. It was, uh... So, like, 50 cc's makes it a moped. 50 or under, so they're, like, 49 cc's. So you can... You'll top out at, like, 30 miles an hour. I can't even act hard. I can't ride nothing with two wheels that's motorized unless we talk about one of them bird scooters or something. I don't even like those, bro. Dude. I mess with those, but I can't do a motorcycle. First like, one time. of my best homies, like, whenever he go out the country or whatever, he'll rent a motorcycle and just zoom. I am I ain't nowhere near that confident. First time I ever saw a Lime scooter. Shout out to was, Jared. That's what, yeah, what's up? What up, Jared? was in our 2019 West Coast tour with my group. This dude was... I just, like, I was like, where are all these fucking electric scooters coming from? And, you know, my buddy showed me, and we got the app and everything, and we did it. But the first time I saw one, this dude was coming by, and it was late. And he just, like, obviously didn't know where the brakes were, like, coming up to a corner intersection and, like, threw it down and just kind of did one of these, and then this car goes, <laughs> and I was like, you were this close to dying. Damn. Got tightened up. They got brakes. They have brakes. <laughs> Use them. I've I've seen lots of people get hurt on that shit. I fucking, yeah. Every time I get drunk, I have the urge to get on one, but I'm like, it's not. It's not the time. It's not the time. That's definitely not the time. Yeah. You know. Um, <clears throat> speaking of uh, getting drunk. <laughs> so um, on tour. Big fan. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cheers to that one. Cheers. So, on tour. Um, what are your guys's consumption habits? Hmm. Well, here you go first. I've been talking too much. Um, getting too drunk to play and remember words is some young man shit. I don't think you'll ever see either of us be too drunk to perform well. After the show's over, depends on how many nights in a row we've been. Well, if I forget the words, I'm about to freestyle, and I might give you an even better song. That's true. But I'm not... Prom- <laughs> but- he forgot the words to... Um- Oh, Lovely day the other day. <laughs> oh, man. And just starts going into this. You know, when you have a bad day, you fucking spill your coffee on your shirt, and you're like, this is working <laughs> great. It's flawless. And we're like, he forgot the second verse, didn't he? <laughs> Fuck yeah, he did. Well, yeah. And we had some drinks, but, you know, it was. This is a, there's a balance. You know? But see, we're not selling the earlier statement that we don't get drunk and forget words. Yeah. Right. No. Forgetting words is not hard to do. I don't have consumption habits, really. I'm not the biggest drinker. It's more like uh, a social thing. Like, if we're there at a bar, like, I don't really, like, I'm, I, I probably wouldn't stop at the liquor store to, like, grab anything on the way back. Like, 
it's not that serious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of just like to see the vibe of the place, you know, like because like you know, some you know we're not doing like arenas and shit. We're doing like bars, restaurants, you know. So you're right there with the people. So sometimes people are like, let's buy everyone a shot, you know. Like you know, sometimes that's the vibe of it. Other times people are a little more laid back. So I kind of try to just go with the flow of the place that we're in and and just see you know how i should be coming you know yeah yeah you guys uh <clears throat> what's like your worst story of when you just got like too faded to play a show oh can't remember oh that's a good, <laughs> that's a good, that's a good. i had a i had a buddy one time uh in a band i was playing in in north carolina we like played a fraternity party they pay like a grand to go up there and play for two hours and we were just like in our shitty like 20 year old band and he fucking dropped his pick and leaned over to get it and knocked over the mic into the crowd fucking hit some girl in the head it's not not smooth damn i like that at that same same show these um you know kind of a frat house like this big stone it was at swanee and these big rooms and everything it's like this big stone room with a stage and high ceilings this fucking dude Hucked a beer at the stage and hit our drummer in the head. Fucking, we're all we all stopped. And we're like, what the fuck, man? And then two guys grab the guy and they start and they're like, no, fuck this guy. We hate him. See? And then they just start two guys just start pummeling him and they drag him out. And we're like, I guess we keep going. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. If you got beat up, if you got packed out, that's cool. That's cool. He just if yeah. he got packed out. Yeah. Then we're only cool. gonna play the next song if you beat the shit out of that kid. Didn't even have to tell him. Nah. <laughs> Yo, I'm glad you're here because I don't have any stories like that. <laughs> you never just got too drunk just to to go up there. Um, no. Mm-mm. I mean, the only time that I've ever like conducted myself in a space where I was like, I'm not happy with that. It wasn't at my show. I was just worried that I was making somebody else's show mm. a less fun, yeah. or just like a like I was like, I, I don't want to tell the story because it's bad, but. <laughs> speak on it. Come on. You I'm said- a, I'm gonna speak on it with one word for the inside joke of like the people who were there for it. We were in Steamboat Springs mm. at a great venue, actually, Schmiggities. But Schmiggities at Steamboat. Springs. But I don't want them to remember this. And so basically, it wasn't my show. But I was just you know I was just acting a fool a little bit. And um, so that comes to mind. But as far as my own shows, I've never been like. Damn, you're not gonna give us a story of Schmiggities. Got giggity at schmiggities? Yeah, that. I mean, that's the. <laughs> nah, I can't give that one. I can't give you, like, that. Throw one. up on anybody or drop something? Exp- I had a friend. I threw up on myself. Oh, oh. oh ooh, there was wow. vomit involved. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I had a friend, uh, a mutual friend of ours. Okay, I won't call him out, but he he was too drunk and he knocked the keyboard off of the stage. And oh, he, he was the opener. Yeah, and it was yeah. the headliner's keyboard. He knocked this fucking nice keyboard off a stage that was, you know, raised waist, chest height, three feet maybe. Yeah, okay. Fucking knocked it off the stage. Damn. They were pissed. I'll throw you a little more. I'll throw you a little more. It wasn't my show. Okay. King giggity schmiggities. Basically, I had an epiphany. I I decided I was going to take the stage while they were playing. Because I came to the conclusion that I was going to sing something. Yeah. Oh. So 
So I just walk on stage. They're in the middle. Of, they're in like mid jam. You know, somebody's yeah. taking a me and solo, and I like walk on stage, and walk right up to the mic, and they're just kind of looking at me, and I didn't even say anything or sing because when I got there, it hit me that this was wildly inappropriate. <laughs> so I was just and because they told me this part, I was just like, oh, and then I like got off the stage, and then and everyone was like. They were like, man, we thought you were going to go into the craziest verse ever. We we were so confused. We were like, oh, man, he's about to do it. He's about to. I was like, see, that's why I'm glad I have supportive friends. It would have been all right. But I was so upset. Most I was so upset that I did that. A supportive friend would have grabbed your ass while you were taking those two steps up to the stage. Yeah, a more supportive friend would have said, yeah, but the, all my supportive <laughs> like, friends were busy. Watch this. But right. But ba- right. That part. I don't really know. Pull I couldn't really tell you. But whatever the case, I was so apologetic because I like to be professional. You know, I really like to like, you know, I like to carry my. How far after the uh, did you throw up on yourself? Soon after. Like, like how many minutes? <laughs> not many. I'm not sure. Like, five. I'm not. I'm not gonna act like my concept of time was like on par at that yeah. point. But it wasn't. I imagine it like. Uh, yeah. It, it was. It was definitely. One motion. Like, <laughs> he had a verse in his head, but he was I had a interrupted. Song, no, I had a song in my heart. I just couldn't get it out at that time. <laughs> I, saw, I was at, a fest, at someone else's show one time, and a guy got up on the stage. There were six people in the band, and they're all playing. And they're in this kind of spacey jam. This dude climbs up on the stage, and he's like, you know, walking around the basis, and everyone's like, He's like, did something come unplugged? Is this our, our stage engineer or something coming to fix something? And there's this big backdrop, visuals and stuff. And the guy like scoots through everybody, and then he goes up to the back wall and just goes. And everyone's like, oh, get this guy the fuck out of here. He's just trying to touch the screen. What the hell? And there was like, it was this little backwoods festival, like 400 people, and there's no security or cops or anything. So it was just like, so what, like they stopped and they were like, "Who's friends with this guy? Like, get your friend." And then they got him, and the show went on. Damn. But we were all we were all like, "Oh man, what is, you know, did he, you know, unplug the fucking keyboard or something?" And like the stage hands going back up to like fix it. Uh, yeah, his friends went. His friends called him. And yeah, well, were, no, they stopped this. They stopped the song. They got on the mic and they're like, "Get your friend." Who knows this guy? And they're like, okay. And two guys go up there. And like, Come on, man, let's go. Damn, that's a support. He didn't friend. stumble. Yeah. You know, he didn't like. He was literally like, excuse me, excuse me, sorry. You know, everyone. It looked like he had. You know, he was walking with a purpose to go do something. Very polite man on acid. He got to touch the screen. Yeah, he did. So he knows what it feels like now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know your name, but legend. Yeah, we'll call him Tommy. 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 <laughs> Tommy um, doesn't eat doses anymore because he just gets on stage every time mm-hmm. they call him hop up on the stage Tommy it's a real Tommy God, move you guys ever uh, you guys ever dabble in like uh, psychedelics or anything or you said you don't want to sure allegedly in Minecraft yeah <laughs> fucking um, you guys I'll like, tell you I think I think some people when they're younger don't eat like a whole eighth of mushrooms and be like, this is what you're supposed to do. And then just like nibbling, you know, mm-hmm. go to a show and have a good time. Just like nibble. Nibble. Yeah. 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 Um, just being spun. Ugh, that doesn't sound like fun at all. Mm-hmm. I guess some people like it. That's kind of that culture though. You know, that like bluegrass, 
like <laughs> culture is kind of being fucking you know having a PBR on your hand. You haven't showered in fucking a white week. White people with dreads are sixty percent uh, tripping at the time. Like you, it's more than half the time you see them, they're probably tripping because mm-hmm. when you don't see them, they're not out because they're tired from tripping all the time. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. my theory. Yeah, white people with dreads. Um, Running amok in our culture. Yeah. <laughs> What's your hair looking like? Couldn't have put it better myself. Yeah. <laughs> Are you an ex dreader? No, no, never had the dreads. Did the uh, you know hair down to the shoulders for a while? Cut it all off I can, I can during COVID. That. Cut it all off during COVID because I joined a fire department and I was like, they're all gonna be like shaved head, white Oakley wearing. Like I need to go to the gym and stuff. Mm-hmm. Short hair. They weren't. Went to Netherlands. Bunch of firefighters with ponytails and shit. Old heads. Very effective responders. Yeah, you know, if if a guy with dreads pulled me out of a fire, I'd be like, bro, put me back in there. <laughs> yeah, it's a fire hazard, man. Yeah, exactly. This is going to go up in smoke, dude. You're not even going to know it until it gets like three inches through the, you know. And just because I know we don't have timestamp killer, I will, I'll say one thing on that other point. I think, People got to choose their own adventure. Don't let anyone choose your adventure for you. Uh, And, you know, I don't think anyone should ever feel like they have to do anything other than breathe and drink water to enjoy the culture or the music or anything like that, you know? Yeah, Yeah, um, we're not saying do drugs at all. We're just saying, like, you know, historically, you know, if you look at, uh, music <laughs> at, in, in general any type of music like, they, all ha- oh, they all have the drug of choice you know yeah and um, I know bluegrass you guys just be fucking off the shits what do you mean you guys what, what yeah, you yeah, mean? yeah yeah wait wait I mean like we have I mean I have a love for all genres but no 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 this isn't a bluegrass tour this is not a bluegrass tour oh okay well he was talking about um, it's a punk soul rock and roll R&B hip hop tour <laughs> it's a mouthful exactly yeah well, but the conversation we were talking about sure, right. sure, sure, bluegrass. Sure, sure, sure. but I mean at the same time I think just like hip-hop, for example, Mm -hmm. I think there's a more traditional bluegrass, and then I think there's newer grass that is probably the one that you've seen, you know? But I think that there are some people who aren't, who, who, there's probably some, I don't know, but there's probably some people who aren't even necessarily with that element of bluegrass. Just like how, you know, in hip-hop, like, you got your, you got people who are on the boom bap, you know? You got people who are really with the drink culture, you know, the link, like the, the sipping culture, you know? But then there's other people who are like, nah, that's not, the, that's not the, like the, the pocket of hip hop I subscribe to, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't I feel know. Like, like that hits on a point in general of just, we live in a time of just like such oversaturated, like every scene has like its own five little pseudo scenes and shoot offs. And like, you can right. fucking, you can find your, Find your groove anywhere, you know? Yeah. I'm an EDM head, bro. Just catch me off a thizzle, a thizzle in the club, bro. <laughs> All right, so I, I have I have Yo, this I'm jealousy. I'm an EDM fan, too. I'm a fan I of EDM. I have this jealousy because, you know, you don't have to, you know, when you're playing a live instrument and you're singing, you have on nights, off nights, there's chemistry that's being made in the moment, like... And when you have a pre-recorded show or whatever, even if you're doing it all live, but the noise is, when you push that button, it's going to be in key, you know? It's like... But God, they're fun shows, dude. <laughs> I'm See, like, I I'm like they're taking our jobs with their laptops, and then I'm like, "Fuck, I want to go though." That was great. Yeah. 
yeah, they're the, they're the best shows, especially in Colorado. Like, yeah, the best attended. I got into that uh, into a discussion with one of our other guitar playing homies about like he felt like nah, DJ music isn't it because they're not making the music in the moment and that type of stuff. And I'm just like, but if you've ever seen a bad DJ, that shit is a vibe killer, you know. I but mean, a, it's just different. A good DJ yeah. will make you be like, "What? I gotta put some shit in my playlist." Like, I think it's like good DJ you make can, everybody have a good night. Facts. You can have a good like TV or movie actor, right? And then you put them on a fucking stage right. live on Broadway, and they gotta fucking sing half their lines. I don't know. I feel I'd, like ra- that, I'd that, rather see a, a good DJ than a bad band, running. even though they're playing it live and shit. I, oh yeah. yeah. Well, there's nothing worse than someone that's just tanking. I, I like I can't I can't sit through I a mean, show that I don't like. There is something entertaining to me about I, it. I, I do sort of enjoy it a little bit. Yeah, I'll girlfriends. Sit oh, sorry. Yeah, your, your you'll girlfriend. Sit, you'll, you'll sit through a a bomb. Oh yeah. Your girlfriend does. Your girlfriend what? No, girlfriends in the past have always been like, <laughs> oh. I can't even go to shows with you because you're so critical. And I'm like, yeah, but when I fucking love it, I'm the most stoked dude in the room. And I'm like, this sound engineer, this mix is so good. Oh my god, no one's overpowering each other. Ooh, he's singing this. It was a great vocal. You in her ear talking about a mix at the show? <laughs> Yo, babe. Yeah, but it's like, it's like, it's like you see how the snare isn't popping. Yeah, that's because I when mean, he puts sometimes if the snare's not popping, I'll say something. I love going to shows with Aaron too because he'll just be like, you know, yeah, we'll talk about they're playing great, but this sound engineer is fucking ruining the whole thing. Yeah, we we got all the homies in this conversation. <laughs> well, I saw a couple of my buddies. Um, uh, well, my buddy's band in Denver play at the Bluebird Theater, and they had a horn section sit in. And obviously these guys sat in for like four songs. They obviously worked on it for a while. And the fucking whole horn section was muted. It wasn't even going through the mics. You could barely hear some ambient noise in the horns from the, the crowd. And I was like, what are you doing back there, man? Like, if you're not running around looking for where your mute button is on your fucking board... Oh my god! Like wake up, because there's there's bad bad. Kind of calling me out. I'm just kidding. I oh yeah, <laughs> coming right at yeah, you. Bro. Yeah, bro. No, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, I was. Uh, you know, we were just driving down 25, and we're like, "Hey, you at the house?" And you're like, "Yeah." So uh, it's not uh, like we've been. It's a dope energy. We've been planning on this for weeks. Always, always got to fucking. I've been wanting to do this for a while. You know, this has Hell been. Hell yeah. You know, I've only been doing the podcast for like eight months now, but, you know, maybe like four of those months. You've come far. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a subscribe. Yeah. Um, you know, people love the uh, stripper stuff, I feel like, and the okay. gangster stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, how, you, that's yeah. how you end up becoming academics. Academics. You know, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to be academics. I'd rather be like more like a, like, a, like a Joe Rogan type. Right. Well, you know. I mean, and then have academics on your show, yeah, and then talk about it from this like outside space of like mm. I can be introspective too, yeah, but I don't have a PhD. You or academics? Oh, that was my hypothetical. You? Oh, oh, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know you, you. Unless you have a PhD, I don't know. I don't. You get that PhD from Fort I Lewis? Mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, certain stuff is always gonna sell. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always going to be a movie at, in the theaters that is violent. There's always going to be a sexual film at the, you know, in the rotation. So I mean, it Sex makes sense. Sex and violence. Why, but yeah. It's the formula. 
Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite people to interview? My favorite people to interview? Or type of act or, you know, like... Um, I, I like I like to do the OnlyFans interviews because they're fun. Like, you don't... Like, there's no preparation. You could just be like, oh, so when did you show your tits on the internet? Yeah. <laughs> when was the like first that. time you took it in the butt? And they'll be yeah. like, oh, I was 14. I was out. And it's like, wow. This guy just got in there. Everybody wants to know. Butt He's play. a natural. You gotta, yeah, you gotta get him on an episode. Well, I, you know, I try to think about. You do butt stuff. <laughs> I've done it. You know, I'm not like that. I'm not like looking. You know. Did it to do it. Know what it's about. You know. Yeah. But like, I feel like some people prefer that. I'm like, well, the other way is like, it's supposed to. It, it feels like it's. It's it feels going like right. supposed to. It's, go, it's how go, God it's intended. To, yeah. It's how God intended. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm saying, stop well, questioning God's plan. Like, people always, yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, but I, I think being over interested in that is red flag. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, well oh wait, no, I mean, we we on here king shaming. Yeah, thought this was an OF friendly pod. Exactly. Yeah, or I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's just what. I mean, what if they like. just like butt stuff? I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, anal jumper. Oh yeah, anal champs. Fuck. <laughs> I was talking, I was thinking about fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no jumper. I was gonna I was like either a no jumper or a Joe Rogan. Is what to, I was gonna talk about. You about to launch a, a new uh, a new champs on you? <laughs> yeah, no. I have a I have a Patreon that I want to start. I only have a three interviews going for it with where they're like naked. No, I was but, uh, about anal champs, but oh, anal champs. You know, I don't. I'm not comfortable with um, putting my dick in buttholes. <laughs> well, you know, everyone, to each their own. But um, I say you know I say that on the internet. <laughs> but um, no, I'm just kidding. But. About which we wait, which part are you kidding about? Um, that you don't put your dick in buttholes? No, I'll do I'll do anal. I'll do anal. <laughs> okay, thank you. I was like, yeah. I was like, I thought everybody loosen up. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it don't matter, fucking. Um, but you know, it's 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 kind of my biggest priority actually. If she doesn't do anal, she's not wifey. Okay, so we've come far in, in a few sentences. Well, there's a difference. The first, she was talking about <laughs> how you end it, how you end it, wanting fact, it and being willing to do it. You know? Yeah. If you go first night, <laughs> if you go first night looking for anal, I'm like, whoa. Why? Like, this might be too much for, not like, too much for We're talking about your life, right? Too much for me, you know? But okay, so we found, we yeah, found not, yeah, I don't know. It's okay, we found, we found the thing that he gets conservative <laughs> about. We found the, you're like, I mean, look, not first night anal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just, I just be like, I fuck, mean, dude, do you have any, like, if you got if you got first night anal, I I feel that's a parallel with like you got a boyfriend that's in the Marine Corps that still is in love with you, he's gonna come whoop my ass, or you're like, you know, you got some baggage or something, maybe. You know? <laughs> Statistically speaking, so let's take a poll. Yeah. If I'm proven wrong, I'll admit it. You guys you know? uh, fucking on the road? You guys fucking people? That you guys like meet like you know? This is the first shows? day, man. You caught us coming out of Denver. What you know? This isn't your first tour though. Right. right, this is true. So, no, and, is the, the plan to actually? Are you, do you have historically? Historically, okay, on tour? that's a good. That's a good question. I've never done that great on tour. No, um, even being single, like I've done all right. Gotta I do have, more anal. Yeah, the, yeah. The, <laughs> mine. A lot of mine don't count. Like I what brought you, like a girlfriend with me once. That don't really count. Or um, like, um, doing the ex girlfriend tour every once in a while, but not. There have been times, but it's not the best time because people think, like, you get off stage. Even if you're, like, a successful act, like, you get off stage and then you're just, like, in the back room full of, like, beautiful people. Nah, like, 
we're wrapping cords. Shit. Yeah, depends <laughs> on the show. Yeah, you or, gotta clean up. Everybody's fucking gone by the time you're all packed or up. Or I feel like even Ooh. if you're like a larger act, like you're still kind of like, like it's a whole production. Like you're like, okay, are we driving out? Is this packed? Are we eating? There's 30 people that we're accounting for. You know? mm-hmm. So I feel like it's kind of, honestly, like the best I've done, like how Tori helps with that is you'll meet somebody and then maybe see them later. Or it's got numbers, yeah. Or people see that you're touring and they're like, that's kind of fly. Mm. <laughs> Might make time for that young gentleman. Yeah, from I your think, past. I think uh. there's a lot of people that don't know, like, that there are national touring acts that just go play bars, you know? Like, we have. People don't know that. We have two. We have, we right. have like, two or three on this tour, it's 12 dates and 14 days, that are stages with lights, house sound engineer doing all the shit for us and then we're filling in all the blanks with the speakers that I have in the back of my car and we go set it up for an hour and then play for two hours and we can take that shit all across the country and there's actually like playing like I'm, I've been running into it in Netherlands where I live now where all the all the local businesses are paying like 75 bucks for someone to play three hours I got I got offered forty dollars at one place to play two hours and I'm like you're just no one good is gonna Easy. come you through still this live town. In, you still live in the town. Whoa. I know. Edit. I'm just, Edit button. No, I, you know, respect to how you run your business in other ways, but you're you're just the people that suffer when you do that are the members of the community that want to see fucking good music and not just some dude that gets off. I still of work. like Netherland. What's up, Netherland? I still, I still love like you. I still, I still like that. But there is a profession of solo duo touring acts that survive. From traveling around and playing bar gigs. There's a bunch of us out there, you know? Fucking windy as shit out there. <laughs> I was like, your neighbor's running a dog fighting ring out there? Nah, that's fucking walking a chihuahua. Anyway, um, yeah, so... Speaking of those acts that tour the country doing that, um, but do you really... Th- how many people are in the band? How many, like... It's easier if you do it by yourself. Ah, yeah, that's that's where. It, so it's not really a band; it's like a solo. I mean, we're doing duo. I got a looper pedal and a drum and a shaker. Well, so I if mean, we ever want to fill it out, we do. But we also just like vocal harmonize and. But play also, stuff he off. has a band, like you yeah. know. And depending on what town I'm in or city I'm in, I also will have bands. Like I have a band, so it's kind of it's a case by case basis. Like it's kind of like what is the goal? It's like, am I trying to make a little bit of money? We might run this as a duo. Am I trying to really spread the sound right now? Like, is this the type of venue where they should hear what I can do? You know, then I might bust the band out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. big The big production stuff is, like, this whole different world. Like, I think if we, like, let's say we were on a tour where we were the direct support for some bigger band. We might just not get paid for real, but bring a drummer and a bass player just so that we're actually leaving a memorable sound impression. <laughs> It's so I mean, but we're like we're like solo acts and we're like doing a duo thing. But like, we might have different answers to some of that stuff because we're definitely different entities. Like you know, we might have a different approach to some of that stuff. Yeah, this is like the collab right now. You know, (laughs) yeah, that makes sense. Um, How many songs do you guys have together? We're working on it on the drive down. Yeah, we don't have any. We don't have any. We played together together for a couple years, so like I know all his songs. He knows a couple of mine. We've worked on a few together. I have we a live fill album out. Three hours, no problem. Yeah, he's on. He, he's on one of my live albums, Blocker Band Live Volume Two. 
Really? When did that come out? Um, it came out, mm, I want to say like COVID time, like 2020 uh, or maybe even early 2021 or something like that. But it was a recording from New Year's Eve of 2019 that we just had still. And I didn't get my hands on it until way after the fact. So we we sort of, <laughs> we have like ghost show. collabs. Yeah, we have like a live recording out. That we, one was we've at the Stranger Theater with the full horn section. And I don't even know if that place wow. even exists Kings. anymore. So that shit was fun. No, it closed down. And so... Um, Historic. Yeah. And so we don't have an official... We sat down and wrote this song. But that needs to happen. It's on the way. Mm, yeah. It does need to happen. Uh, there's a lot of time on the road to to make new material. And mm-hmm. we just fucking busy, busy guys. You know? Living with someone or like, or traveling like this is kind of the only opportunity you might get to, to really just have hours and hours to collaborate and bounce ideas. You guys sleep in a van or in a hotel? It's going to be different stuff, different places, I think. Like, I think we're going to, like, certain towns we might have friends, other towns we might Airbnb it, we might hotel it if, it's, if the price is right, like Bob Barker. Um... I got a cousin in Tucson. Cousin, yeah, I got family in Cali. Yeah, so it's all over the place. Yeah, but we'll be camping too, getting our summer on for sure. And we'll be getting a Airbnb. It's the Colorado in us. When I did a 2019 West Coast tour with my full band, it was a five piece, four piece band. We did five weeks, and the only nights that we bought hotel rooms were Sundays because it was the Game of Thrones final season. And those boys were pretty stoked on Game of Thrones. Pretty into the Thrones. Yeah, I fucking, I was into that shit too. Yeah. yeah. I haven't watched a TV show in years. I went years, back and you know? watched it all after like, you know, being disgruntled in the corner for years. What was that one that everyone got into with, um, that was like paranoia and no, all like fucking, that girl with, that girl dating Spider-Man? Fuck. Mm, I don't watch TV. Euphoria. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did watch a little bit of that but i didn't finish it i was watching it with a couple friends we were meeting up watching it and then i didn't come one day or something and they kept watching it and i was like i'm never gonna be able to sit here by myself and watch like three hours of this by myself bro it's crazy it's, it's like, intense it's, in, it's very intense like shout out to everyone on there i'm <laughs> they're all <laughs> cassie and them Rue. Yeah, cassie rue oh my god Maddie? The dad that just like fucks the dad? Yeah, 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 come on. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, uh, my, come on, Jules. Jules. I, lo- I love Jules too. Come on. Yeah, I think she's trans in real life. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think she is. Shout out. I definitely Googled her penis. <laughs> okay. You got, you got to relax. <laughs> no. You got to relax. Dude, is, is, are trans penises shaped? Okay. No, I think we can't do this. I think you had the surgery. Can ah, I do this? Ah. Yeah, I think we are not doing I haven't, this. yeah. Hmm. What? I, I should have thought, I should have thought. I've wondered. Never <laughs> laid eyes on what surgery does. I mean, you got to Google. I, I don't know. Google. I know. I'm just trying ah, to be respectful. Fuck, and I know people don't care about wilding out. He's about to wild out. No, I mean. I'm just trying to respect all the people. Fucking, can I ask you a favor though? What time is it? 6-12. We're doing a live here at here at uh, seven, fucking. Okay. We've got uh, this girl. Her name her name's Helena. She got seven million on TikTok. Mm. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, she lives in Pueblo. She's numbers. She's I popular. downloaded one yesterday. You downloaded tic- yeah. TikTok the app. Yeah. You mean one what? 
one I, app? I downloaded TikTok. I, I, I haven't had it. You, you say you downloaded one, though. I got one TikTok. I got yeah. one. Yeah. I, I got one. That's not... Yeah, I got one. Was that not was that not a phrase? Got one, proverbially. Like, it's like a Pokemon. You're like, I got a TikTok. Was this an English lesson? Yeah. <laughs> I got one TikTok, bro. <laughs> yeah, so the app is cool. Um, what's your name? Tell the people real quick. We, we'll get all the shout outs at the end, but... Blocker on top. That's on everything. Blocker on top, yeah. Twitter. That's IG. Did you have to work for yeah, that? TikTok. Did I have to, did I have to like, battle somebody out? Did yeah. I have to buy that? No, I'm the only blocker who's on top, it would appear. Damn. Blocker on bottom is open, I bet, too. Uh, it probably is. I should probably find that person. You should uh, buy the website domain, blocker on bottom. Whoever wants that can have it. That sounds like... I'm not... <laughs> that sounds like a trans... Give it to someone sounds like free. a trans porn site, bro. <laughs> Just circling back. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good callback. Alex is like, oh, stop. I'm a, <laughs> nah. It, I should have thought harder about the question when you asked me earlier. When you were like, so, before we start this, is there... <laughs> yeah, you're, you're good on like, was, you're like, when are your parents divorced? It's yeah. Like, Whoa. All right. Well, you know. <laughs> I like that. It's like, do you do butt stuff? It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's a good right. interview. You dig it. No, you're I like digging. that. You're, you're well right. Done. You're right. I didn't I mean, think about it. I, I, I was not to, thinking about this. Yeah, well, you know. I like it, though. I ask those questions that everyone needs to know, man. Look at my cat. She's a camera whore. Dude. I love your cat. She knows that it's, it's I'm a cat person. time and to lay in her yeah. spot. It's pretty Fucking, Um. All right. So getting into the future, mm. after tour, what's the plan? Ooh. After tour, um, trying to record as much as possible. I just kind of updated my production setup recently. So I'm going to be producing stuff on the road and stuff. But when I get back, I'm excited to take a bunch of those ideas and, like, re-record them seriously. And I haven't released new music since January, so I'm looking to drop some stuff. And then I got my second line of T-shirts coming. B.O.T. Black on top. Shirts. I'm excited about that design. Um, So that's on the way. So some merch on the way. Some new music on the way. And, I mean, the shows will still be going on. Just... In Colorado, more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'll be teaching some stuff. I'm a violin teacher still, and always. But yeah, I don't know. Hell yeah. <clears throat> um, you see, you haven't dropped since January. No. Nope. Are you dropping an album or singles? I'm about to do some singles. Singles, yeah. I'm definitely an album guy, but I'm really trying to put some time into this next one. I'm trying to get a whole bunch of live instruments on it. Like, um, I'm bringing a lot of trap drums to the studio and having the drummers kind of interpret that and stuff mm-hmm. but then sometimes I'll put it back on top so I'm, I'm really trying to experiment heavily with the production I'm really trying to like find my sound per se so I'm doing some singles just because I have a whole bunch of music laying around and it's like it's not doing anything for me in the vault like it might as well be free but um to be honest, like, I might be, like, another, like, year out from dropping another album, but I'm definitely about to start giving them singles. And I need to get back, I need to do some more music videos, like, that's, it's been too long. Like, I need to really start whipping that again. But, yeah. Word. What about you, bro? We got studio dates booked, um, August 25th to 28th, trying to knock out 10 songs. Got, uh, a couple guys from Denver, um, coming down to record with me. I know we mentioned Jake earlier, playing with Liver. Uh, Jake Haslock, great player. Stoked to have him. And a guy named Zach Ritchie as well, both Denver guys. 
and they've been playing the last few shows with me. And yeah, I got a bunch of songs. Um, yeah, I kind of go, I kind of go in these spurts of like crazy booking, and like booking a couple tours and just trying to do all the ticket sales venues, you know, regionally. And it's kind of stressful. It's like to to really market and like I do I do have a manager and a talent agency that helps but like you gotta push you gotta market for yourself you gotta you know selling tickets and and playing good shows and getting good lineups and like being on the shows that you want to be on working with radius clauses it's all it's all kind of stressful so I go on I go on this big push and I play as many shows as I can and book as much stuff as I can and then I'm like (laughs) that's why I think artists should be independent though because like you're saying you gotta market yourself yeah Either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I, I think we're doing it the right way. Yeah. The, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of reaching this at the end of the summer. I, I just want to, I want to record and, like, do more, like, posting and promoting of recorded stuff. And, like, because, I mean, we're going to go hit the road and, and wear it out a little bit. And we're going to be tired after this. We're going to take a little break, you know? And, uh, so, yeah. Sounds like we're on the same page. It's time to record. It's been it's mm-hmm. been like a year since I put anything out either. And I got a studio. bunch of stuff. Yeah. Nice. Love to hear that. Fucking can't wait for all that. Sounds like it's coming down hard as fuck out there. Well, we're gonna go hit I twenty five. Damn. Fucking what time you guys have to be there in the morning? Oh, uh, we gotta be there at six PM tomorrow's downbeat, so we're like five for like set up. And that's ten hours away. Hey, do you watch versus? Uh, I mean, not really as heavy since COVID, but what? Which one are you talking about? Uh, I was just watching. I was vibing off that Mario one. <laughs> Mario versus who? Omaria. Mario versus wait what? Mario versus Omaria. I fuck you know. I fucking didn't even hear that one. Nah, uh, okay. that sounds confusing to even like put on a flyer. Nah, Mario versus Omarion. Nah, I was just gonna say <laughs> Mario. <laughs> you'll, you'll see it. It's giving me that big tour energy. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched uh, Usher's Tiny Desk. That was good. I gotta see oh, that. They really meme that one hard. He's over there. Hey, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Um, all right. Is there anyone that you just want to shout out or any last words that you guys just want to you know, give to the people? Oh, the street champs? So many. Too many. We'll have, definitely have you guys back on You know, when you're slithering back up to fucking Denver. When we're limping home from mm. California. Yeah. Who are you trying to shout out, PJ? Jake and Khalil. Love playing with them. That was that was my first time playing with Khalil. Play with Jake a bunch. Um, let's do that again. Mm. And then Zach Ritchie, my other drummer as well. Mm. Scooter, um, Scott Smith, Scooter's place in Durango. I drive seven hours to record at his studio. My first two albums were both recorded there. That's what's up. And that dude is a Berkeley studied engineer. That man is. Some some engineers will be like, no, you can't do that, or this sounds better, or I have an ear for it, so you should trust me. He's like, whatever you want. And, like, he'll fucking do it right the first time. And if you want to make it some different way than he does it, there's no ego that he puts in that. Great to work with. Scooter. That's fire. Shout out Scooter. Yeah. Man. Okay, wait. I got to shout out my homie Ramon. I got to shout out Uno Swain. Um, you know, I got to shout out Ox. Um... Who else I got to shout out? It's really too many people. I got to shout out Alana, for sure. Uh, he already got Khalil in there. Um, a lot of the people I'm shouting out, sometimes we collaborate, but sometimes they just inspire me to do this thing, yeah. 
a lot more shout outs but like you say we gonna come back oh yeah i'm trying to get back on here i was just gonna ask you do you do the repeats do i do repeat guests yeah oh yeah we'll bring we'll bring everyone back, back here? Bucking multiple times you know that's what's up that's yeah. fire oh yeah yo i'm gonna give you an update on butt stuff by then yeah you know pegging <laughs> What's the what's the word on that? I'll look we'll, it up. We'll get it next week or next time. <laughs> we'll get that next. We'll get that in there next time. Yeah. Whoops, we didn't have enough time this time. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys want to shout out your social medias and shit so people can follow you? Uh, blocker on top, on everything. B l o c k e r. That's on top. Everything everywhere. Hmm. Yeah. Alexblocker dot com. Okay. Uh, PJ Moon and the Swappers, not the Swampers. One time we got 50 tickets printed that said the Swampers. Oh. And I was like, what the hell, man? He goes, we'll sell these 50 and then we'll fix it. So anyways, we've, uh, Swappers. S-W-A-P-P-E-R-S. Uh, yeah. On Spotify, iTunes, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Even though I don't keep up with it as much anymore since our parents' generation has taken it over. Sad. <laughs> sad, you, sad days. You can catch me on Blockers, TikTok. I'm not getting one. <laughs> you got one TikTok. <laughs> Just one. Yeah. Nah. PJMoonandtheswappers.com. We also are on Bands in Town, so you can see all updated tour dates and um, and upcoming shows and new releases on PJMoonandtheswappers.com. Yeah. Definitely grab Alex Blocker on all them platforms. And then on AlexBlocker.com, look out for them t-shirts I was telling you about because we definitely doing this uh, exclusive release style. And you know how it goes. The first time I sold the first ones, and I said, oh, they're gone. That's when people are like, wait a minute. You don't have any more? They're really gone? So really buy these next ones when they drop because they're going to be gone. And we really finna put some work in in these streets, and I'm going to make them things worth a 1000 each on eBay. Mm. Yeah, NFTs coming soon. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, all right, guys. Fucking thanks so much for coming. It was Thank a fucking you, good conversation. This was a dope reunion, bro. Yeah, bro. Fucking miss you. Spur the moment. And more to come you know we need more conversations right all right y'all it's been street champs like comment subscribe follow us on everything all right y'all peace